1: This is the Syrup Arcade Cast, Mobile Syrup, and Syrup Arcade's gaming podcast. I'm your co-host, Dean Daly, and I'm here with the pod's other host, Brad Shankar. How are you today, Brad?
2: Pretty good, thanks. Nice, long, relaxing, long weekend. How about you?
1: Yeah, it's been a... I completely forgot it was a long weekend, so that threw me off guard, but I'm uh, pretty happy it happened. But more importantly than my uh, lack of remembering it was a long weekend, uh, today we have a special guest. and uh, Their name is Indigo Doyle. A game designer and creative lead on Roller Girl, Roller Girl at Toronto-based uh, Pushing Vertices. Thank you for joining us, Indigo. How are you today?
0: Thank you. I'm good. Thanks. I also forgot it was a holiday, um, so I definitely was just working yesterday. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think it's because like we're, we're all, like it's a newer holiday, right? So it it came like we're not used to it yet. It, it's taken a while, I think yeah there. for
0: sure it's always like what do i do for this holiday like it is family day so you're like i should spend it with family but like doing what specifically
1: right? <laughs> yeah. yeah i happen to be at my family's house right now but uh that's just qu- coincidental <laughs> <laughs> well you're halfway there then uh, yeah halfway there <laughs> this week we will be interviewing indigo about the upcoming game roller girl on the uh on this podcast Um, However, before we start with the questions, I'm going to give a quick synopsis of the game uh, to catch up everyone up to speed.
0: Awesome. Uh, So Roller Girl is an adventure narrative game set in Smalltown, Ontario. It focuses on Naomi, who is pretty much just me as a 16-year-old. She goes everywhere on Rollerblades with her MP3 player and listens to music and talks to the people around town Um, and listening to music is a huge part of the game which affects the way that you interact with npcs it affects the visual style of the game as well Uh, so upbeat music would make the game more upbeat uh faster more vibrant saturated and then on the flip side you have music that's a bit slower that kind of gives you that feeling of maybe being in like a cafe while it's raining and like everything's kind of like slowed down and you're just kind of wearing like a warm sweater with a cup of coffee um so that's very much a part of the game as well as the way that moves, uh, music affects the game.
1: That's very cool. Uh, I didn't realize that in my research that how important music was. Uh, but we'll start with Brad's first question.
2: Yeah, I'm always curious, uh, you know, when uh, developers are up and coming with the new projects, you know, uh, how did you break into the games industry? You know, what what were some of your earliest, uh, you know, memories and uh Uh, experiences of playing games. And and when did you sort of decide that, okay, this is something I want to, you know, pursue for a career?
0: Yeah. um, I guess going back to the earliest, I remember playing um, Sonic the Hedgehog on the Psychogenesis. (laughs) Um, So that would probably be like my earliest one. Um, And then I sort of expanded from there. I remember playing a lot of Halo, playing a lot of uh, GameCube games as well. And then when it came time to go to school, I kind of just found a game program. It was very like, just, it just happened. Um, and then from there, I kind of started exploring more about what game development is. And then I found this great obsession for making 3d objects and went into 3d art for the past three years or so. And then I just recently started pushing vertices, um, where I am technically the creative lead and also the lead 3d artist on roller girl. Um, and so that's kind of the, the quick synopsis of my, my whole journey.
2: For sure. And, and, you know, when you were going through this journey, would you say there were any, you know, extra barriers that you faced, you know, being a woman of color?
0: Um, nothing that hugely comes to mind other than uh, just kind of feeling a bit out of place at times. But I feel like that can be um, not as bad as some of the other stories I've heard. So it's uh, I feel pretty lucky and privileged in that way that I haven't experienced anything um, overly negative in that way. That's good.
1: Um, where did the idea for Roller Girl come from?
0: Uh, so it's largely based off of my childhood. I actually grew up in Belleville, Ontario, which is a couple hours from Toronto. And it's, uh, it's very like a specific vibe, I think, small town Ontario. And so I wanted to really just bring that vibe together to make the game and then inject it with a lot of like my own personal stories and experiences. Um, and it's very much uh, kind of based off of the premise of like, write what you know uh, which I feel people say a lot. So I kind of started there and then it's expanded into sort of something I never would have imagined, but I'm really happy about.
2: For sure. And that kind of answers my next question a bit. Cause I was curious, you know, so many stories uh, usually have uh, Ontario or, you know, play a different place, like uh, a stand-in for, you know, New York or Chicago or whatever, but, you know, you actually chose to set it in an Ontario town and it gets to play itself. So you, Uh, I'm kind of curious, you know, was there ever like a a thought of maybe doing like a fictional setting or doing something else? Or was it always sort of um, inspired by small town Ontario?
0: Um, Yeah, it was definitely pretty much always inspired by small town Ontario. Um, It is semi fictional within Ontario, um, because it is based off of Belleville, but it's not like specifically exactly the same. So I kind of take a lot of aspects from the neighborhood I grew up in, but also a few other ones that I've seen in other small towns. Um, so it's slightly fictional but still based here for
2: sure
1: cool uh, why is music such a big part of the game and are there any songs and, or genres that you felt was like necessary to have in the game like for me I would have to have like dance hall I think <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fair. Yeah. Um, for, for me, like specifically, I really like pop punk. Um, and it's, the game is actually set in like kind of early 2000s, 2010s. Um, so it's very much based off of the music that I listened to then. Like, I think I went through my old iPod and I was just having a nostalgic moment. Um, it was a lot of like paramour, uh, probably some green day, my chemical romance, very much like that teen angst phase of, of music. Um, so that's kind of the vibe of of the music in it as well as some sort of more like pop and like, I want to think of like what it really felt like to listen to music as a teen back then and kind of emulate that. Um, And then because when I did listen to music, when I was younger, I would like rollerblade around this small town with my iPod. And if I was having a good day, I'd probably be listening to something really upbeat and fast. And then if I was feeling maybe particularly sad or down that day, I would probably listen to something more slow and like more emotional Um, And it kind of seemed to affect, like mentally, it kind of affects everything around you and you're kind of like, oh, today's like a really bright, great day uh, versus if you're having a bad day, maybe it's still like really sunny out, but everything feels kind of like down and sad, um, which is something that I really think is relatable, um, at least to most people. And so I think it makes a lot of sense to put it into the game as a mechanic. And it also adds a lot of depth as well to the way that we can tell a story within that
1: yeah, where did that – can you, like, dive a little – like, how did you come – that's such a good idea. Like, but how did you come up with that? Like, where does that even – I don't know. How does that step – like, how did you do that? That's, like, really cool. Idea. Right.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Um, I don't – I don't know. I'm trying to think of if there's anything, like, super specific. I guess I just sort of thought of, like, what it's like when I listen to music and I was like, how can we implement this into a feature? Um, It kind of just, like, came to me. I don't know. There's no specific, like – huge research or anything it kind of just happened honestly
2: for sure yeah it's such an innovative uh cool way of telling a story through mechanics so uh I really really like that part of that um you know part of the mission statement with pushing vertices is you know uh I saw representation both among the team and in the stories that you tell uh and you know we see the term representation matters a lot uh going around so like for you you know uh you've mentioned that how um the character is much inspired by you and physically and in terms of the background, uh, you know, what does it mean for you to have that diverse representation?
0: Right, for sure. Yeah. Um, Representation is super important to me, um, especially being like now being able to contribute to the representation in media, especially games. Um, So I really enjoy being able to do that because I feel like growing up, there were a a lot of sort of like role models or positive depictions of people of color within the games world. Um, So I really enjoy being able to sort of contribute to that for people today that are playing games. And maybe like we are definitely getting better with a lot of representation with like hair texture and like proper skin tones and cultural representation as well. Um, So I'm really excited to sort of be a part of that as well.
2: And kind of just springboarding off of that, uh, you know, what are some games or studios that you think are doing that well right
0: now? Mm -hmm. Um, It was definitely a lot of I don't I know it's like really typical, but I focus a lot of my energy on like indie studios. Um, So I know there's probably a lot more of AAA that I'm not paying attention to. But within indie, there's actually uh, one of my favorite games right now is I believe called Venba. Uh, which is yes. about yes, yes, so you know of it? Okay, yeah, that game. I is did uh, my, an
2: interview with that actually.
0: Oh, Okay, uh, awesome. That, so, yeah, yeah, I really enjoy the way that they're doing a representation, um, and the game is gorgeous as well. Sorry, um, so I'm really excited for that to come out.
2: Yeah, just for some context, that's a game made by in Toronto, another Toronto studio, uh, Visai Games. It's a cooking game, actually, about a, a family that immigrated to Toronto from India. So it's uh, and based on, his, inspired by his life and uh, very authentic dishes or whatever. So, the, you know, I'm, I'm half brown myself. So that, uh, in terms of the representation, that definitely speaks to me too. So yeah, that's a, that's a great shout out.
0: Mm-hmm, for sure. I believe there was another game that was kind of along the similar vein, but I'm just completely blanking on the name right now. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of indie games that are kind of doing like really unique things with really personal stories that I think like we really need right now.
2: Absolutely.
1: So like, how important was it to make Roll Girl specifically Black?
0: Um, it was pretty important to me just because um, it kind of adds to the story as well. Um, like parts of the story are very much based on the way that I felt growing up and how there was like a bit of a sense of isolation. Um, and I always say it was like alone, but not lonely. Like there were a lot of times I would spend a lot of time alone. Um, But I was also like kind of easily recognizable within the city um, because I did grow up in a a mostly white neighborhood. So a lot of people like didn't have the same hair texture as me or anything. So if I was like just rollerblading down the street, you just see this like puff of hair kind of like flying down the street. So people would always recognize me um, that way, which was uh, kind of entertaining a little bit. But I um, yeah, I really like being able to sort of like add that in as well, um, just because sometimes it can be easily glossed over.
1: Is that reflected a lot in the game, though, considering it's based off of Belleville? Like, will Roll Girl be one of the only people of color? And
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, so it is, like, she is definitely one of the main people of color. I believe at the moment we have uh, one other person. It is, like, heavily based off of my interactions and, like, the people that I was around as a child, um, which I do remember there being, like, very limited amount of people of color in my specific neighborhood. Um, so at the moment we do not have too many other characters that are of color, um, which could possibly change in the future, but at the moment I am trying to keep it as like true to, um, my background as possible. Yeah. I'm from Whitby. So, uh,
1: I also experienced kind of that. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, and our, uh, our coworker, the other Brad, he's from, uh, Renfrew, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> a, a small town yeah. vibe. <laughs>
2: Uh, I'm kind of curious, uh, you know, um, you have like a very nice sort of low key chill vibe to the game, you know, just sort of skating around. Uh, What's the sort of uh, like structure behind the game? Like, I know there's a sort of that like larger narrative, emotional sort of beats that you want to touch on. But like, how does that sort of play out when you're uh, going around? I'm, I'm just a little curious.
0: Mm hmm. Um, So there is like the overall story, like you mentioned, which uh, is actually based off of my childhood again, uh, where I purchased a car for the first time, but it had to get some repairs. So it was just sitting in my driveway for like a year, which was really depressing. And everyone was like making fun of me because I had this car I couldn't drive. Um, So I based the main story off of that. Uh, So at the start of the game, you're kind of like, Oh, no, I wish I had money for this car. Like, how can I earn some money? And then as you explore, the main goal is to complete tasks for people in ways that they either give you money or they help you out with like giving you a part for your car. Um, and then within that, you're kind of discovering who these people are and learning about themselves and also learning about your character as well. Um, and then within that, you can also unlock the ability to like listen to different music tracks, which adds to the way that you experience the world as well.
1: So there's no line wire in this game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe, maybe. We'll have to have maybe uh, some kind of DLC for that one.
1: <laughs> for sure. So data shows around that around three quarters of a Black Americans age 13 and up identify as gamers, but only about 4% of the industry is actually Black. Uh, what steps should other studios take to bring in more Black developers?
0: Mm, that one's a, a good question. I feel like it's always hard to just give like a, a solid answer because it can kind of vary, I guess, on different situations. Um, But I like for us personally, I always list in our listings that we are seeking uh, candidates from underrepresented um, communities and making sure that people feel like they can apply instead of feeling like, oh, it's only certain people that can work there. Um, But especially for companies with larger resources, I highly think that they should be making sure that they're investing into the way that their culture is so that people that do come in, even if they um are like one of the few people of color that they do feel appreciated and not tokenized when they do come into the company because a lot of people have mentioned that when they do come in they feel kind of alienated because they're just sort of there and there's nothing supporting them and there's no support system um, or anyone that can relate to them so there's um there's that side that I think could have some improvement
2: Absolutely and and sort of uh you know springboarding on that as well you know what advice would you give to um uh, black kids who want to maybe pursue a career in games like what what sort of advice would you give them in terms of breaking into the industry
0: um I don't I don't know I'm trying to think of like specifically like would you say like just coming out of high school or kind of just like any age or
2: uh any age like whether it's you know someone playing uh Sonic the Hedgehog on Sega or, or someone maybe more in in their teens uh in high school you know any
0: age really Mm-hmm. for sure yeah um, I'd say like the main thing for me is to start early. Um, I personally feel like I started a bit late like when I went to school everyone was talking about how they had done a bunch of stuff in high school and I was like, what are you talking about? like I haven't heard of anything. Um, and especially with the way that the internet has evolved in the last like 10, 15 years, I feel like there's a lot more resources that you can access now and almost teach yourself everything online uh, which I think is really impressive and useful. Um, the only side of things that you can't really do online as much as you could, um, like in person is like networking. However, that does seem to be changing as well. So I would say, um, start networking and also just start like messing around and and learning because you don't have to attend like a four-year program just to to learn the basics.
1: I don't think I had more questions, although i do kind of um so when i was when i was wa- I was watching the the, the clip of uh, Rolo girl before this um and i noticed that a lot of the songs seem to just be instrumentals it seemed like there was mm-hmm. a, like will i get to be able to sing along to welcome to the black parade or is it just will it just be uh, that would be nice and-
0: I would like to that would be awesome to get some uh, MCR in there but um, so at the moment the music we have is from uh, like a free sound library in the future we are working on getting local Ontario-based indie bands uh, to license Mm -hmm. into the game so kind of adding to that feel of like small town indie music if that makes sense Um, but also kind of still lending its sound to the early 2010s Uh, So hopefully in the next couple of months, we'll be able to announce a couple of bands that we're able to uh, collaborate with and get into the game.
1: Totally. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Mm, I always uh, tell people actually, though, that like Avril Lavigne was uh, from Belleville, so like... We should absolutely get that in the game.
1: <laughs> I didn't realize she was from Belleville. I knew she was Canadian. I knew she was from Ontario. I didn't know where though. That's so cool.
0: Yeah. She was actually born in Belleville, I believe. And then uh, raised in Napanee. But like, it's close enough. You know, we can just pretend. Totally.
2: <laughs> so are you saying that is she going to make a cameo in the game too?
0: <laughs> that would be nice. That would be great. Um, but not, not at the moment. <laughs> Another DLC perhaps. <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much uh, all that I had uh, prepared. Um, for people who uh, are interested in, in checking out the game, I know there's a there's a demo on uh, itch.io, correct?
0: Yes. Uh, so our current demo is on itch, and then uh, we also have our newsletter that people can sign up for, where we're releasing um, updates probably about monthly right now. Um, and we are definitely always open for like feedback as well, so we can improve the game for players.
2: Awesome. Oh, and I just mean. to confirm, no uh, release window at the moment, right?
0: Um, not at the moment. No, I think our yeah. earliest release was probably in like a year and a half or so. So, <laughs> for sure, <laughs> keep you posted on that one.
2: Absolutely, yeah. No, t- take your time. It's looking great. <laughs> thank
0: you.
1: So to end this off, um, thank you all for listening to the CRP Arcadecast. Um, and we just learned where we can learn more about uh, Indigo. Uh, but where can they people can people specifically follow you on like? twitter or instagram or anything like that or
0: um yeah so i have my own uh twitter which is my name indigo doyle on twitter i mostly use twitter i have other platforms like instagram and um like mastodon or whatever we were using when twitter was dying um but (laughs) it's mostly (laughs) twitter (laughs) um yeah and then there's um roller girl across all platforms as well um we also have our discord linked in the the bio as well so there's there's multiple avenues perfect
1: and everyone can find me at uh, the Daily Dean on Twitter and my Daily Dose on Instagram, and of course, a mobile syrup. And Brad, where can people find you? And uh, do you have any recent stories or anything you want to uh, to highlight on the site?
2: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Brad Shankar, B-R-A-D-S-H-A-N-K-A-R, uh, and nothing at the moment i mean honestly it'll be this interview and i have one other uh black history month interview coming up as well i think by the time this will go live uh that should be up on the site but yeah and uh check out more roller girl that's what that's what i'll plug
1: <laughs> perfect and as always you can find all of our content on brad and i content on syrup.com and follow us on twitter and instagram at mobilesyrup.